if you're willing to put the hard work, deal with the consequences, and just do it. Just keep going. Don't let anyone stop you because no one else is worth your dreams. I was like, I need to do this the rest of my life. And so in sixth grade, seventh grade, I figured out playing trumpet is exactly what I wanted to do till I died. What's up, guys? This is Philip from Vision Quest Sound. Welcome to our podcast. As artists and musicians, how can we add real value today? On this show, we focus on leadership and productivity for today's creators. Episodes include advice recaps from our blog and, my favorite, interviews with artists and influencers. First of all, thank you for joining us, Hannah, oh, today. thank you for having me. Really grateful. Thank you. Well, we've got to give a shout out to Susan. I mean, if it weren't for Susan, we wouldn't have been connected. Exactly. So. And she just did her podcast a couple of days ago. I don't know if you got a chance to check it out, but she was going bananas about uh, you. <laughs> I'm always going bananas about her. So <laughs> we went to your show one time. Like, no way. People have been to our shows that I don't even <laughs> recognize sometimes. Yeah, she's pretty popular in the L.A. scene, and she has a great heart. You know, she has a great soul. So it's hard to find that in Los Angeles. Hannah, can you tell me how to pronounce your last name? It could be pronounced two ways. It's Uresti or Ureste. Usually, most people just say Uresti. That's the Western yes. version. <laughs> Hannah Ureste. Ureste. We know that you're a trumpet player. And more than that, though, I want to kind of dig a little deeper. I know that you're in L.A. Before that, you went to Berkeley. Yes. But even before that, take us back to when you first fell in love with music, with, with the trumpet. It wasn't done purposely. And how it happened was I was in sixth grade. And I was in this activities coordinating class, whatever the heck that was. And I had a counselor come in our classroom and she said, all right, well, we have a few spots left in the band program. Who wants to join? And since I was the class clown and I was a goofball, I decided to be that macho kid and raise their hand, thinking she was never going to pick me. It bit me in the butt. And she picked me. And I was like, band? I'm going to be a band nerd? And the teacher told me that after trying out instruments, he would think that I should be playing the clarinet or the trumpet. At that time, SpongeBob was, you know, fresh and new. It was like first time aired. So Squidward, of course, played clarinet. I was like, I don't want to look like Squidward playing clarinet, <laughs> annoying everyone <laughs> and playing nothing good. So I decided to go with the trumpet. That was it. I just, I stuck with trumpet. During that time, I had a lot of issues with my asthma. I was always in and out of the oh, hospital boy. and I wasn't really a sports person. You know, I never really wanted to play sports. I tried out twice for the volleyball team and failed immensely on that. <laughs> I just decided, you know, after my first year of playing trumpet that I wanted to play it for the rest of my life. And my godfather introduced me to Miles Davis and Freddie Hubbard and Clifford Brown, all these mm. amazing trumpet players. and The masters. Yeah, basically. <laughs> the gods of jazz <laughs> and the trumpet. <laughs> and after hearing some of those records that he played for me, especially... Uh, Freddie Hubbard's album Skydive, I realized his after hearing his song Povo on that exact album, I was like, I need to do this the rest of my life. 
And so in sixth grade, seventh grade, I figured out playing trumpet is exactly what I wanted to do till I died. You know, I knew what the consequences were. I, I read the books. My parents told me, you know, you just see things, you know about it. I still wanted to do it. And so when it was about, let's say, ninth grade into high school now, I just realized I want to take this even further and go to Berkeley. Went to James Logan High School, which has the best marching band in California for, I think at that time was 10 years in a row. We won national championships, etc. We had an amazing wind ensemble mm -hmm. that was the best, wow. one of the best in the nation. It was just band, band, band. Three three classes of band alone with then six-hour band practices after school. When I finally went to audition for Berkeley, coming from a family that didn't play any instruments or anything like that, it was kind of tough because we didn't know anything of sort of like the Grammy band or things like that. We didn't hear about mm -hmm. those opportunities that could have helped get it, helped me even more get into college, so to say. But, you know, I didn't, I didn't do those things. I didn't know what was going on back then with that kind of help and I just did the audition tried my best and I got in and that was the only college that I applied for and I flew all the way out there went to Boston my whole family and I did the audition and best college I could have gone to for myself thank god that happened I'm, I'm so glad that you followed your heart yeah you know there's obstacles you know, before the audition, some band teachers maybe not believing in me, some putting me down, some not focusing on me because, you know, I was like the only female trumpet player, things like that. But, you know, I didn't let that stuff bother me. Yeah, it made me cry sometimes, hurt my feelings, you know, but then you realize that's life. There's going to be people that like you. There's going to be people that are going to hate on you of ridiculous reasons that you'll never understand why because they have personal issues and you just need to push forward and that's what I did and uh, I remember when I did get into Berkeley I wore my Berkeley sweatshirt the next day uh, in high school <laughs> and my band teachers were like yeah. whoa you you applied to Berkeley whoa how much is that gonna cost you like being ridiculous and I was like yeah what's the surprise like don't worry about how my parents and I are gonna pay for it you're just mad that I went and actually got in <laughs> and I didn't give you any credit <laughs> Hannah I love your energy that's awesome I'm, I'm glad that you said that and I'm glad that you're sticking to your your heart yeah that's what you got to do with anything yeah you gotta push forward through all the the hate animosity from people it also did help that i had a very strong mother and father to help me get to those dreams as well and catch me when i fell and when i was sad and when i didn't make you know certain auditions i wanted to or whatever as my mom would say put your big girl panties on and deal with it and i learned yeah. to to yeah. wear some thick panties <laughs> <laughs> You gotta check out Hannah Ureste on Vision Quest Sound. She has a profile, but more importantly, what I'm really excited about is the article that you wrote. Yes. How to stay motivated to practice for musicians. Congratulations Thank on you. that. Thank you. Thank you very much. Guys, check that out. I'll leave the the link to this article in the description on this podcast. Let's talk about your music a little bit. For those who haven't yet heard you. What's your vision for your sound? So the vision for my sound is a little different from others in a way of, I don't have a genre. Now, some people might be, you know, that's so LA or <laughs> whatever people want to say. But I believe if you're a real musician, you can play any genre. Didn't say you can master it, but you can play every genre and it can hit everyone's ears 
as beautifully as if it wasn't their genre that they liked. Make someone who likes classical music like rock music. Make someone who likes hip-hop love jazz music. That's where my mindset is. And so my sound is very lyrical when I play, literally singing through the trumpet. So when I have ideas or when I'm soloing, I'm strictly trying to sing those lines through my horn. I'm not trying to talk to someone, you know, skibbity boo bop da ba da I'm not trying to talk like Cardi B over here. <laughs> Had a quick question. How many instruments do you play, first of all? I just, just the trumpet. Do you sing a little uh, bit? Yes, I do sing a little bit. Um, I'm no Mariah mm-hmm. Carey, but... Um, you have fantastic ears. Oh, thank you. Do you have perfect pitch? By any chance? It, sometimes. When when my ears, <laughs> when I don't come home late from a gig, <laughs> my ears are solid. Yes, yeah. I do. <laughs> I sense that. I sense that you had a great, you know, that I'm, well, I'm a great ear. That's an understatement. <laughs> you have a wonderful ear. Oh, thank you. Let me just play a quick sample over here from your feed. Beautiful. What's that one? That is a solo of Harry James, a famous trumpet player uh, back in the day. And uh, that was a song called Estreita, Estrella, My Little Star. That is a vintage sound in my ears. <laughs> it just reminds me of your our grandparents listening to a, a record with the old, old record player, just taking you back to those times, those those early times and I don't always play in that style but when I hear things like that especially Harry James playing or Louis Armstrong it gives you that vintage vibe that you just want to play and sound like that to me of course as a musician our, our sound sounds different to us than what it sounds like to everyone else <laughs> so mm-hmm. everyone sure. always tells me my sound is very big and bright and clean, which took years of long tones and just sitting in a practice room with no friends. But <laughs> it paid <laughs> off because it, it's, it lets me be flexible with my sound to sound you know, like someone back then to someone mm-hmm. playing a lead in a salsa band, you know, just everything. Hannah, can you tell everyone where we can go to learn more about you, where we can go to follow yeah, you? Yeah, you can follow me on Instagram, Hannah underscore Uresti. You can follow me on Facebook, Hannah Uresti, and of course the article that I have with you. How are you staying productive during this COVID lockdown thing? Well, honestly, I'm taking it as a blessing in disguise. For me personally, I'm always running around. I do have a day job because I am an independent artist and I need to pay my musicians, pay for all my session work, all this, all these things. And unfortunately, on a musician salary, you know, you can't make that sometimes. Now that I don't have anything at nighttime going on or none of us are able to even go out, I'm taking that time to practice. Practice more than what I'm usually practicing. I mean, I'm sitting down and learning songs that I've wanted to learn for so long. And now that I finally have the time, I'm doing it. And it's a nice feeling because I haven't been able to do that in about a year and a half. It sucks. I understand it. It's not a good thing. We are losing out on money. 
there's a whole bunch of negative aspects to it, but I try to see the light in all of it. And the light is we finally have a chance to better ourselves as musicians and not chase gig to gig and get stuck on being surrounded by toxic people or things like that. Just focus on yourself. And a lot of us, especially in L.A., we don't have time to to do that because we're always on the hustle. We're always in the studios late. We're always around people that want to keep going and going and going. And people need to take this time to stop, look in the mirror, reflect on themselves, and be happy with themselves. Because sadly enough, one of us could get this thing going going on. That could be our last time. So we need to appreciate and love ourselves. So I'm just taking this time to focus on me, practice on my music, writing. And I think everyone else Mm -hmm. should do that as well. Just try not to dwell on it because it will bring you down. And that's the last thing you want. We need to get you a pulpit so that you can you can broadcast this message. <laughs> yes. So it's it's a yeah. team effort here. This is not no I, no me and team, no nothing. It's we will get through this. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. How does one go about writing music on a trumpet? This is the hard part because I'm, I also sing, like I mentioned. I know a lot of trumpet players or musicians, when they have an idea, they just go straight to the horn and they play them. For me, I sing it first and then I, I play it on the horn. So when I have an idea, which is usually based off how I'm feeling, you know, let's say I got in an argument with someone I'll go and write something about it. Or if I'm in love with someone, I'll go write something about that. And once I sing, let's say, one line of a song, the rest just naturally comes to me. And I automatically hear a drum pattern going. I automatically hear a bass line. I hear little guitar, you know, nuances in there. And then I just hear horn lines. I don't know how else to describe it, but that is how I go upon it. I just have this idea a few words or feelings, I say it, and then the little music box in my brain or hamster, whatever you want to believe, just keeps going and I just jot down my ideas. I have a little journal that I take everywhere with me. It's always in my backpack. Even at my day job, I'm on my free time, I'm writing lyrics or just jotting down little simple lyrical lines that I can follow through with more like a chorus and all this stuff. Do you write this stuff on staff paper or is it just all in your head? You know, somewhere that's not at home, I just write it in my notebook, which is just a regular, you know, notebook. And then if I'm at home, I get the manuscript paper out and I will just write the lyrics with the notes right next to it. That's how I write music. And once I sing it, I put it on the horn, bam. There it is. And I send it to my producer slash best friend slash guitar player, Ian Charlie. I send it to him and we get straight to the studio and we just start working on it. I'm on your Spotify page right now, Hannah Ureste. There's three tracks. You Think You Know, Mango, 
I will wait. Yes, those are the three that I have out currently at this moment. If we could pick one to be like the underlying music track for this episode, which one would it be? That would have to be Mango, my very first uh, single that I made. It's pretty crazy how we made that one. That one had a lot of feelings in the studio. I was in a studio. There was a drummer that came in to just tune the drums for a session after me or whatever it was. Well, that drummer and I had such a, a connection. It was just like our energies were just perfect with each other. We ended up making that song that night, first take. Oh, it's so awesome. The only reason why we had to redo it in the studio is because the quality wasn't that good. That song built a friendship which led to the band that I have today that helped create the rest of my songs. Tell us who's in your band and what they play. Let's give some All right. Well, on guitar, I have Ian Charlie and... Ian has also produced I Will Wait, and he's producing a new song that I have coming out called High. I have Maddie Margallo on keys, Adrian Michael on drums, who's a drummer I was just talking about. And on bass, I have Nico, I'm going to butcher his last name, but it's Staub. <laughs> I think that's how he pronounces it. Yeah, five, five piece band. band that's yes. awesome. Adrian, Ian, and I. And then on that track, my bass player was Lene. Um, she unfortunately had a move, but she's happy continuing her dreams. So I'm happy for her. We're going to play Mango. Gosh, that's beautiful. I'm doing it justice, guys. I'm listening to it on the big speakers. Usually, you know, when you say, hey, listen to my track, yeah. it's on an iPhone or something. <laughs> this sounds beautiful. I can hear the bass. It's thumping and it's just, it's fully mixed and mastered. I love that. Somewhere in the world, could be California, could be Union City. There's a little girl, a younger version of Hannah, trying to do what you do. What advice can you give to her? The advice that I would give her, there's always a light at the end of every tunnel. The moment you put your head down and you think negatively, your life's going to go down. And you need to always keep your head up and let all the toxic noise and people you encounter go. And to stay on that path because every dream can come true if you're willing to put the hard work, deal with the consequences, and just do it. And that's what I would tell her is just keep going. Don't let anyone stop you because no one else is worth your dreams because at the end of the day, all you have is you. I think this podcast is, is one of my all-time favorites already. <laughs> Thank you. If I could have like a hall of fame, you know how <laughs> when you have your email, you know, you create folders like there's spam, which is automatic yeah. <laughs> and then there's, you know, important. I want to create a new one called hall of fame. <laughs> hall of fame, Hannah, right here. <laughs> I can see these excerpts, these little snippets going into a compilation. No, that's great. Thank you for being a, a great role model. There's not too many female trumpet players. There's really not. No. <laughs> I only know you and one other person. I see a few on Instagram, but I've yet to encounter very few in person. <laughs> if you could make one change to the music industry, some kind of change that will accommodate artists a little bit better, mm -hmm. what change would that be? Start hiring different musicians for gigs. I say that because I see a lot of people getting a lot of gigs and everything's starting to sound the same. And I know 
personally that there are so many talented people out there. And spotlighting only few of them brings others down from what I've seen. I think people need to go outside the circle, start digging, because there are so many beautiful human beings and musicians out there that can do the same, can sound better, and could bring new ideas to the table. That's what I would change. Me too. Insert applause thank there. Thank you. Thank you. Boop up way. Boop up way. Ba ba do ba boop up way. Ba way. Ba way. Ba do da way. That's how I come up with the songs. I just sing a lyrical part of it and then put it on the horn and speak through it. I just close my eyes and play it. That. <laughs> they they get mad at me yeah. when I do that. They say, Hannah, you always they, <laughs> you always close your eyes when you're playing the trumpet or you're singing. I said, I'm just feeling it, man. And I play trumpet. It's kind of awkward when you're looking at someone in the eye and playing the trumpet. <laughs> I agree with you on that. We do a lot of filming. Yeah. Since we're we're on lockdown, there's no filming. Hence, that's why we're doing these podcasts. I mean, more of the podcast, which is which is a blessing. Yeah. You remove the whole visual thing and you just feel it. It becomes. You know, it's like blind musicians. They have way more, you know what I mean? They can feel it more. What's going on in your world? Right now, what's going on in my world at 28 years old, I'm really focusing in on my career and getting my own music out there, finally. I'm trying to branch out from, you know, playing for studio sessions or other artists. I slowly just want to focus on, you know, just just me, the music that I've been feeling all this time in my whole life that I need to get out. Right now, I'm working on another single with my producer, Ian Charlie. The new song's titled High, and I also have a dope collaboration with an amazing producer slash keyboard player, Walter Wax. His beats and then my trumpet playing and vocals on top of it, and that is coming out in June. You got one that's a different beat, but is going to make everyone want to dance. And you got the other one with Walter that is just make you want to sit back, have a nice drink, and just enjoy life. I'm going bananas already. Two completely different projects. Hannah, I wish we had more time. We're going to have to do a part two for our audience. If you guys need an awesome trumpet player, an amazing musician, you got to check out Hannah Ureste. Hannah, tell everyone where we can go to follow you and learn more about what you do. Follow me on Instagram, Hannah underscore Uresti, Facebook, Hannah Uresti. You know, I'm ready to help others. Thank you so much for being on our show, Hannah. Thank you. Really appreciate it. It's very grateful. Thank you so much. To our audience, thank you so much for listening. Again, check out Hannah Uresti at her socials. And here's a track, really cool track. It's called Mango. This is Philip, and I just wanted to thank you for listening today. If you've got this far, if you're enjoying our show, please support our podcast. Visit anchor.fm slash visionquestsound. Any amount that's in your heart will help sustain future episodes. I'm Philip from Vision Quest Sound, signing off. Bye, 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 bye,